What's up, world? It's your girl, Kira, host and mom of Moms and Martinis, where we create a safe space for tough conversations. Boy, I've really enjoyed this tough conversation with the homie D. Murph. We talked about my podcast, my journey, ending a 23-year-long friendship. Um, Even talked about how my parenting is reflected in the brand. And most importantly, we talked about how you can reach me for hashtag Operation Stepdad. So thank you, Murph. Appreciate you. So continue to tune in to this week's episode of Fragrant 2. Yo, 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 drop it with me. You are not tuned in to Fragrant 2. Yo, what's going on? It's DJ Brainstorm. Yo, Black Pop, come on this thing. This has been Joy. Hey, This is Gabby. This is Talk It Out. Yo, what's good? It's your boy Q from Chopping Up With Q and Critical Dub Network. And you are tuned in to Fragrant 2. It's that time. Ladies and gentlemen, you are tuning in to the flagrant two with the big homie D Murph, where I literally and I mean literally always got something to say verbally or even non-verbally. Y'all ready? I know I'm ready. Let's do it. All right, world. Uh, I got this dope, dope, dope guest. Super pumped. Now, the interesting thing about this guest is her platform is creating a safe space for tough conversations, which I thought was interesting because I guess we're going to have a tough conversation this episode. But if we don't, (laughs) <laughs> I got a mom who also loves martinis. So, world, we got Kira from <laughs> Moms and Martinis <laughs> on the other end. Welcome to the flagrant two. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much. <laughs> that made me chuckle. Yes, I am a mom that loves martinis. Come on. But most importantly, love having tough conversations, but most importantly, making sure that people feel safe. To talk about any and everything without the fear of judgment or shame to come along with that. So I'm all about uh, healing, right? In the yeah. in the most wholehearted way. So that's what I'm about. And stuff be so difficult. That's why you need a drink. So that's why I'm like, bring a martini something. Come on. Come <laughs> on. Now, that's dope, though, because I'm like, and I'm mad that even before we recorded, I should have asked, yo, what martini should I have had on deck to pregame or while we were recording? So that's my bad. Cause I would have had a martini <laughs> with the host of Moms and Martinis. That'd have been dope. But maybe for next time. On uh, a few time. weeks from now, I'll be ready for you. Even if it's, even though it's early. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. I got you. <laughs> oh man. And with your platform very similar to like the flagrant too it's an open forum for guests to be able to 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 tell their truth with no restrictions and i think that's what helps um us continue to have dope guests uh one of my favorite shows that i've listened to and i even uh shot you uh uh, DM saying yo that was dope when you had uh, my fellow brother 
Mr. Penrose Eames mm-hmm. <laughs> on your platform. And uh, one of the things, and, I'm, and I told him this, I'm going to tell you this in more detail now. I said, Penrose, whenever you get to truly be yourself, mm-hmm. that's a dope host. Because Penrose, he's long-winded, and he knows that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you gave him the utmost, you know, uh, way, I mean, utmost airtime and allow him to be himself. So that would let me know that not only are you a dope host, but also you want to let that, like you said, that guest feel very safe and comfortable to have, you know, uh, those tough conversations. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for listening. I do remember that. I call Penrose Pusher P, you know, because <laughs> of his, his writing skills, yeah. especially the way that he likes to talk about the black woman. Yes. Um, it, I just talked to him, I think the day before yesterday, mm-hmm. just thanking him for the way that he challenges me. Mm-hmm. Um, he challenges me in a number of ways. One, to make sure that the things that I hold convictions in, mm-hmm. that I stand firm on that. Um, he's not trying to get you to waver anything. It's just um, state your case, right? Mm-hmm. What they say, don't raise your voice, raise your argument. So mm-hmm. that's what Ken Rose allows me to do. He also challenges me to think differently about things. Um, not saying to change the way that you feel about anything, but really just provides me an opportunity to think a little bit more open-minded and, and broader. So he adds a lot of diversity in, in in my thought process as well as my friend group. So shout out to Pusha P, uh, great podcaster, but also someone that I like to call friends. So, mm-hmm. yeah, so thank you for that. No problem, no problem, no problem. So what got you into podcasting? Ooh, how much time we got? Hey, I mean, you don't want to get a, uh, go handle some uh, business a little later. So uh, right now, yeah. it's, I'm gonna leave it up to you. Hey, <laughs> but no, um, honestly, I got into podcasting. Um, I had a best friend had. We'll talk about that. Okay. Um, a best friend of 23 years, and mm. we would have these really deep conversations and those conversations began to branch out to other mutual friend groups we would go out i love cigars so we would go to the cigar bar and end up having conversations there um and be there until it closes you know so um i began listening to podcasts about five years ago and i was telling her my best friend like we should really just record some of the conversations that we're having because i think that people can gain a lot of insight from it. And I would like to have an opportunity to share my experiences in the way that I've been able to heal from a lot of trauma. Mm-hmm. Um, because oftentimes, you know, you just put your highlight wheel out there, but it's something beautiful in healing that I like to just promote for people. Yeah. And I thought yeah. what better way to do that unrestricted by having a podcast. So um, she was hesitant about it, and but I pressed on and pressed on till one day I was just like, look, we're going to do the damn podcast. There you go. <laughs> and I just got everything and started recording. But uh, uh, a couple months into it, she's like, no, this isn't what she wanted to do at all. But I was on a mission and I kept going and I've been enjoying it every since. So this is... Um, 
something that started off just as a way of expression has now become a new career adventure um really put me into an entrepreneur spirit Mm -hmm. but most importantly allowed me an opportunity to know how to curate um conversations with people so that people um feel okay with talking about the parts of them that are not often applauded and that's something that i want people to get comfortable with like you don't have to walk around holding that stuff in because that usually triggers a lot of depression and anxiety and a whole bunch of other stuff so i'm like let that mess out let it go and you can let it go with me uh, we can do it offline, uh, but if you want me to hit record, I can hit record. There you go. Really healing, you know. So <laughs> that's how I got into podcasting, and um, excited about to you know see what's going to come in, in the future from all of this. Well, um, based on you know following you and, and seeing um, your grind, because season three is coming up in a couple of weeks. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Come hey. on. Come hey, on. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> so from season one and season two, what makes season three so different from those uh, other seasons? I'm so glad you asked that. So season one was, as they say, starting before you ready and really wanting to branch off of an idea where you have two very different individuals Mm -hmm. wanting to merge those thoughts and visions together and and having a common interest before season one was even over like i said my co-host decided not to return so it was me on the fly trying to figure out what is this going to look like Mm Um, and if people go back and listen, you'll see a couple episodes. I didn't know what I was doing. I had my kids on the mic. I'm like, y'all pull up. What are we going to talk about? <laughs> oh, you want to talk about right, I just was lost, right? But I thought what better way to add credibility than to people for people to see and hear that growth, mm-hmm. right? So I kept it out there. Um, season two was me breaking past my fear because I was very fearful and I always say fear is associated with the foot factor so Mm. fear uncertainty and doubt I I wasn't sure I was afraid of being on the mic by myself you know are people going to think that I'm interesting do I have enough I began to question you know uh, self worth and value just a lot of things that I was dealing with and I was dealing with it openly Um, and then just trying to figure out what how do I rebrand it and what is that supposed to look like so what season three offers is kira like 100 percent me unapologetically i'm living my truth everything so new season new episode new sound new logo like all of it is me and one of the things i always tell people mind your business hmm. right so season three is me minding my business like my llc my trademark like really making this mine it's mine it's all mine so it is just like the the evolution or the birthing of a new part of me that i'm super excited about i don't know exactly what's going to come of it but i know it's something dope as shit on the other end of it and that's what i'm waiting for so i'm just enjoying the journey they say if you don't enjoy the journey then you won't enjoy the destination right the final destination so i'm just enjoying every part of it over here drinking my water moisturizing and minding my business <laughs> that's what i'm doing minding my business 
Now, that listener, like, why she say drinking water when she's moms and martinis? Like, yeah, you gotta drink your water because don't nobody want no crusty lips and dry <laughs> hair. You know, water keeps you hydrated. And then y'all know if y'all drinking liquor, you gotta balance it out. Come on. Drinking straight liquor, Ooh. that's why you be hungover and throwing up. Come on. Because you're dehydrated. So you, you have go. to make sure that you have your water. They keep they keep your, you know, say what they say, your black wheel crack if it's dry. You so go. you need your water. There you go. Okay. So drink your water. Facts. <laughs> Unless you hydrate it. Then you drink your martinis. There Don't you be out here just drinking li- uh, just straight liquor. And that's real because the uh, <laughs> older I've gotten, <clears throat> my recovery time uh, ain't like it used to be. Man, listen. <laughs> <laughs> I need a couple of days, y'all. A couple of days. Man, listen. <laughs> I'm telling on myself, y'all. That's why now I'm I'm like, hey, I, I know when to cut it off. Now, if I got, you know, some days off, yeah, I might, you know, go, you know, a few extra, you know, shots in. But if I know I got, you know, something I got to do. Yeah, I'm going to have to cut it off, y'all. Just being more of a responsible adult now. That's all. (laughs) Amen. (laughs) Oh, man. So, I know we spoke uh, about why you got into podcasting. So, the name Moms and Martinis, though. So, I know you had a a former friend of 23 Mm -hmm. years, though. That's... That's a long time to have a quote unquote former friend that's still mm-hmm. alive. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm trying to see. So, y'all did come up with the name together, though, right? No, it was in my vision. Okay, okay. <laughs> so that, okay, so that helps. I'm an I'm a action type of person. Okay. It was more so I have this idea. I want to do it. And again, me being fearful, why not do it with my best friend? Gotcha. So the idea initially were two moms having martinis talking about things. Gotcha. Um, but now it's just moms and martinis. So some of my guests are moms, some are not, some are even men that come on the show. But it's all related to um just what I call like kitchen table talk with my friends. Because that was the concept and the vision. Like anyway. I wish people would be a fly on the wall because the stuff that you see on social media or what people that's not friendship like the people that i have we are dope we challenge each other we promote you know each other we we have real conversations about stuff and we walk away feeling full spiritually and mentally and emotionally and that is what i wanted to get across um so now it's just me a mom but i talk to people either you a mom or you had a mama okay so it, it fits it works no either way that's <laughs> good. i respect that and um it's still just about me my life just not just me being a mother one of the things i realize is that all parts of me influence the way that i parent and influence you know my children so I talk about um, mental health you know spirituality uh, physically how I'm feeling how you doing things like I'm on hashtag operation stepdad you know looking for a boot can I do my um, go ahead go ahead hey hey, go ahead Um, 
So yes, uh, this is Kira and um, I am in search of a boo. It is cuffing season. So if you're interested, take a look at my social, slide in my DMs. You know, I'm taking applications and we do on the job training. Okay, hashtag Operation Stepdads. But anyway, uh, go for it. We got a lot of male listeners and I've had a lot of male single <coughs> guests on the okay. platform shooting their <laughs> shot too. So um, I look number? forward to uh, oh. Big Homie be the new matchmaker of the podcast community. It, it's possible. Possible. It's possible. Yeah. So I talk about those things because I mean, oftentimes when people hear moms, they think like solely about the kids, but mm -hmm. moms love too. So I'm out here trying to lose weight, keep my edges, and get my stomach flat. You okay. know, you know, just the okay. normal stuff. So we talk about all of those things: love, sex, relationships, traveling, dreams, finances, goals. Like all of those things make me who I am as a woman as a person and because of all of those things and because I'm living my life out loud um, unapologetically and free and um, being comfortable in promoting mistakes and learning from those things those are the things that I get to demonstrate for my children not what I say but what they my kids are going to remember what they experienced mm -hmm. with me Right, that the the way I can get on this mic and say anything, right. but what's really happening? Because they are going to be the products of my investment, right? That th that's my fruit. So when you see my children bossing up and doing good and being able to articulate and have those conversations and assert themselves, and they're living their dreams and they're happy and they're laughing, that's when you know that what I'm saying is factual and is true. So I, I just talk about just me as a woman and how all of those things impact me as a mother. Dope, dope, dope. And we got to talk a little bit about being a mom to the kids. How have they influenced the brand? Mm, a lot. <laughs> First off, my kids <laughs> want to be superstars. Okay? There you go. <laughs> like mama. Um. So... Speaking of, uh, just to tie it back in, so season three, I did talk to them about um, for them to record some segments because I talk to my children about everything. Good. Any and everything. We have very candid conversations. One of the, the parenting techniques that I use and I encourage with people, um, I can't remember exactly where I got it from, but it's called No Heat, No Judgment. Mm. So when it's a no heat, no judgment, we sit and everyone has an opportunity to talk about whatever they want to talk about. The caveat for me is I cannot, there's no discipline associated with it, right? Um, there's no further conversations past that unless it's something like you're telling me someone hurt you, you know, uh, my friend mom dad or something like i have a friend in danger but other than that they can tell me everything whether it's you know i like this person in school i have this question about sex i'm the one that actually broke the window um you know anything yeah. um I, I didn't like when you said this to me um or when you are at work so much and you are neglecting me it hurts me and i don't whatever they want to say that's their moment that they get to say whatever it is that they want to say and what I'm promoting in that moment is for them 
to be able to tell their truth without fear of consequence. Now, they still do stuff and get in trouble now, but (laughs) (laughs) I'm still, you know, I tell people I'm an old school mom with a new school twist, you know, but I'm old school for real. Like, but I I want them to be comfortable again with the parts of them that um, are not applauded, right? So be comfortable with telling your truth. And if you are parenting and every single time your child does something it's always fear or reprimand then it teaches them to be quiet and have secrets right mm-hmm. so I, I just I don't want that for them but they we still they understand consequences checks and balance around oh, yeah. you know what I mean oh, yeah. but um, just that idea alone that's how my children influence the podcast so season three i am going to have them on and and talk about some topics in season one i remember we was talking (laughs) my son like oh i need you to have a boyfriend my daughter's like i ain't so quite ready but my 15 year old was like yeah just get you a friend with benefits i'm like what about that first of all and when you say benefits what does benefits mean there you go you Right. So it was just a matter of unpacking that. And so much came out of that conversation. So those are the things I talk about with my children. And I I don't think that enough parents are really granting their children permission to speak that freely. So just again, my overall brand is the cornerstone of who I am as a person and who I am as a mother. So you will see that and feel that influence in the podcast. So they'll be on, but more so like snippets for one or two minutes. I'll ask them a question just so they can hear what they say out of the mouth of babe. Yeah. Don't let the children school these grown people because some of these grown people, I'm trying to tell you, they I don't know what what they went wrong, but they need to come back, okay? Because come on, talk about people. it, talk about it, talk Man. about them. Yeah, Man, I got you. please, I'd be rather be with the children sometimes. But anyway, no, you good, you good. <laughs> and the the thing that I got from what you just said regarding uh, the relationship with your children and their impact of the brand is the accountability factor. Like, mm-hmm. hey, you gonna hold me accountable? I'm gonna hold you accountable. But like you said, it's a certain you know boundary that hey, if you overstep it, you know mm-hmm. it's some consequences to come. Because you know, I'm still mom, and you still right. you know kids. And I think that's how, and that's why I love my mom so much. Because my mom had me at 16 and raised me as a single mom for years, and she let me be me mm-hmm. but at the same time when i overstepped certain boundaries she knew how to pop me on my mouth mm-hmm. <laughs> amen mama Go ahead. I, you know what i mean so I, I i'm just saying that to say like you're giving your children the opportunity to to, to have a voice for themselves because in this society mm-hmm. we need to speak up for ourselves and not easily fall for the okie doke and if we don't have nothing to, you know, stand for, we will, as you, you know, know, we will fall for anything and everything. So, again, salute to you for, you know, establishing, um, letting them know they have a voice early. Absolutely. Thank you. No problem. No problem. Now, I, I know my listeners like Murph, you was on to something about this friendship. I usually don't talk about relationships much. <laughs> but how can someone for 23 years of knowing someone be a former friend Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) please please, this is a tough conversation for you it might not be but for the listeners they like Merv this is this that was a tough question we're interested (laughs) so Kira you got the floor 
<laughs> yeah, so I actually I had I recorded an episode with uh, two of my other good friends, and it's called um, "It's Not You, It's Me." Mm. And um, in that um, episode, we talked about the importance of choosing happiness over history, and it was inspired by um, a clip that was put out by Steph um, that of "I Said No" podcast. So it was the separation of our friendship was needed. We were holding each other emotionally hostage. We had um, outgrown from that. But because we are, uh, I guess, programmed to, to, to be with someone for, because it is like, that's my childhood friend. Mm -hmm. right? Even when you are clearly doing things to each other, that are not meaningful is it, it, detrimental to the relationship is detrimental to growth and clearly both people like it, it, we're not we were no longer what each other needed but we selfishly held on to wanting to be best friends because that's my person right. if that makes sense um so when we finally had the conversation which it was again a tough conversation i did not handle that conversation well because she was everything to me if that makes sense mm -hmm. that that's that was my person <laughs> you know I mean, 23 years like i don't yeah. think anybody would spend that much time with anybody if it wasn't you yeah. know genuine or you know, yeah. authentic. And it still is. We still love each other very much for who we are uh, or who we were at that time. Mm -hmm. It was just time for us, which we should have um, separated long years before that. But again, just wanting to have that history. And because of the lot of the, the multiple traumatic things that we experienced together, we was held together by pain. Right, that was the common bond that we mm. had. We were we were bonded together through that trauma, um, and we thought that that was supposed to hold us together. One of the things that I had to learn to do in that was to realize that, you know, I I wasn't what she needed any longer, and I had to teach myself not to villainize her for wanting to be happy. If that wow. makes sense. Mm -hmm. um, and the same with me because you know we would have these conversations all the time like you know i'm asking you to show up for me this way that way that way and she's like well i can't and i'm like why can't you or you know vice versa she's asking me to to be in support of certain things and i'm like i can't for whatever reason so it, we should have <laughs> you know allowed each other the the courtesy of being happy um, in friendship, right? Mm -hmm. and, and in our case, in family, because that, that was a huge part of it. Um, but as I stated in the episode, you know, it's not good or bad, you know, what was, it's not now, it's neither. It was an experience, it was a chapter. Um, I learned so much from her and um, all of those experiences. And I wish her I want her to be happy. Um, we still share some common friends and things on social media and her birthday pass. And just to see the joy 
that she had like i know that because we've been friends mm-hmm. just to see her face and the joy that's what i wanted for her and yeah. she had that and because of that i'm good and that's i'm true. over here and um one of the things ending that uh friendship with her allowed me to be open to creating new friendships and because of that people that have been in my corner for so long <laughs> It's like, you know, you had your friend, but then you had your friend, you know, mm-hmm, what I mean? mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. levels to friendships. Um, and there are people that were providing me everything that I was trying to get out of her. And those people I pushed to the background because I wanted her to be my friend that way. So once that relationship dissipated, what I was able to see is that everything that I had been wanting was there all along you know the the friend to do all of these things travel the friend that I could you know have business conversations and you know because I'm a I'm an overachiever right Mm -hmm. so if we talking and you're like yeah I think I would love I saw this uh, vacation uh, let's go to uh, uh, Dominican Republic that would be dope you know what I heard girl let's book the trip we gone I'm one of <laughs> that's all you need just a little you know bit of push <laughs> green light you know I'm like I'm a friend like oh um dag it would be dope if we did blah 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 that's cold for me like green light let's go so like even with the podcast and stuff it's like let's do it let's do it let's do it and I wanted so desperately to do those things with her but that wasn't her dream so now i have other friends that i have multiple business ventures with mm-hmm. I, I have a circle of friends that i can make money with nice. <laughs> but i wanted it to be her right she right. didn't want that so once i let go of that i start tapping in i'm making money with this friend that friend we're going on this trip doing that even tonight i'm going out to do ball head a whole shit with this friend like i got people there you, go. <laughs> you know what i mean I was just wanting it to be my best friend when that wasn't it. So I was putting this extra pressure for her to show up for things that she had clearly said no to. So it, it was it was good. So once the relationship ended, I was able to see like, girl, you were never lacking. You had people all alone, hmm. and, you know, just nurture those relationships. And then also it taught me to stop putting false expectations on people. Like people tell you what they don't want to need up front. So now I just listen. Now that I was before I heard it, but I ignored it for my own selfish reason because I wanted things to be a certain way. But I had to let that go. Let that go. Let people be who they're gonna be. This way, um, I was putting expectations on her, but she was always showing up the way that she was. Like she was always her. It was me wanting her to be something else so the disappointment wasn't necessarily her it was my own disappointment that i was passing off to her kira 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 wow thanks uh thanks for sharing and for that episode um for those listeners that might not have caught it the first time um can you just kind of let us know what episode that they can go back and check it out on which episode So it is season two. I don't know the episode number now. Don't give me the line on okay. here. Okay. Well, season two. Y'all look name, it up and figure the name it out. Now. Of the episode is "It's Not You, It's Me," okay. and it is with my two homegirls, um, Sherry Say and Desi. 
Um, so we all talked about it. And um, those were the ladies to help me get through that whole situation and talk me through it. So, yeah. There it is. So, because you know, the list is going to go back, mm-hmm. tune in. Mm-hmm. I'm actually going to go back and check it out mm-hmm. myself. Because like you said, you know, when you have a lot of content, it's kind of hard to check every episode. And for my podcasters that's listening, like, yeah, Murph, you right. It's hard to catch every episode but it is uh, something that if you can't highlight an episode to hey go check it out especially when something like this um, is very intriguing and, and, and you being vulnerable or just I don't even say vulnerable it's just it's being vulnerable. <laughs> huh? yeah exactly exactly just being open I'm not got to tell it <laughs> yeah and, and that's how it should be and, and that's one thing I was going to tell you too with your podcast now your brand as long as you stay true to you somebody got to tell it why not tell your own story there you go <laughs> like i've been doing this for over four years and it's i don't feel like it's work i can mm-hmm. record another hour or two and i it's just something i love to do and, and i'm kind i have multiple shows but it's just something that when I'm hearing your story, and, and, and like I've said before, I, I've, well, for the first time listeners, thank you for tuning in. The avid listeners, what up? I've said this in my past. Like I said earlier on this episode, mom had me at 16. So when I was a teenager, I thought we was cool because, mm-hmm. you know, we was basically, you know, in my eyes, like, you know, you're 32, I'm 16. Like, hey, I, you know, whatever. I didn't see her. As a mom, so to speak, I saw more her as a a big sister, if that Mm -hmm. makes sense. Mm -hmm. But now as I've gotten older, I'm like, you know what, mom, that I have children. Man, mom, my bad for how I, you know, treated you or how I was being that outspoken kid to I thought I knew everything. And she was like, look at you now. I said, thank you, mom, for like I told you, Kira for giving your children an opportunity opportunity to speak up for themselves because that's one thing I, I love my mother to this day about is she did let me speak even though if it didn't make sense <laughs> she still let me talk and then she'll say did you hear what you just said I'm like, oh but keep speaking though but make sure you make, make make it seem like you got some sense boys okay yes ma'am so um <laughs> yeah i'm telling on myself y'all y'all know how i get but i definitely want to salute you for that um a few more things before we let you go. Man, mm-hmm. time is flying. Um, with I still got to bring up this title. Moms and Martinis. Mm-hmm. I need two. The top two martinis that you like. Oh, my God. <laughs> I got to know. I'm telling you, like, I got the host of Moms and Martinis. Ooh. I got to get your top two. So okay, I can even so. try one of them in the near future. So I can say my former guest or my guest on my platform, Kira, she she recommended this. So this is what I need. I'm just being tra- I'm being transparent. <laughs> okay, so let me tell you. Okay, I'm listening. It was okay. So with the martinis, okay, things people have to realize is that I'm not a bartender or a mixologist. I literally just make up stuff. Okay? okay, so if you are 
a person that knows this, do not judge me. I made it up. It tastes good. And that's what we're rolling with. Okay. Um, so <laughs> that's how my martinis are. Um, and I just create them based on mood experiences and so forth. So my favorite two, my first, my first one that comes to mind is this blood orange martini okay. that okay. I make. Okay. And it's because I'm a, a a brown liquor girl at heart okay give me okay. some cognac Ooh. kelt right that's my cognac so for all of y'all trying to you know what i'm saying slide in my dms i drink kelt but anyway there it uh, is <laughs> and tell them the big homie sent you too that way yeah. you might get an extra five mm-hmm. minutes of the conversation i'm trying to tell you some kelt some uh mccallan 12 mccallan 15 a woodward reserve that's my yeah i'm a brown liquor girl it is. um so with the blood orange martini i take the blood orange it's like the 1800 tequila mix if that makes sense mm-hmm. uh, and i mix that with some grand marier and i take a little bit of the actual um blood orange if it's in season and i simmer that on the stove with a little bit of simple syrup so because the blood orange tequila mix is already sweet you don't want to put too much you just mm-hmm. add a little bit of drizzle and it's so good um and if you want to cut some of the sweetness out i'll just take like a lemon and just hit it with it you know just squeeze it on top and it's delicious so it's just simple the blood orange 1800 with some grandma yay and a little bit of simple syrup there it is that's one um and the second one that uh-huh. I think, let me see. I'm trying to think like what's my go-to. I make a whole bunch of them. I'm trying to think. Oh, the one that I made is called um, um, my blueberry cooler. So I take fresh blueberries. I muddle them, put them into a shaker. Um, I take whatever brown liquor I have. So you can do a cognac, a bourbon, whiskey, whatever it is that you like. Um, add two parts in. Uh, then I take some lemon elderberry juice that I get from Trader Joe's. That's my Trader Joe's, my place. I know how I mean. No sponsorship, <laughs> yeah. If you listening. Um, but I get that. I add that in there. Um, and shake it up, put in a martini glass with some fresh blueberries on top. And it's a really nice, like refreshing palate cleansing, you know, just something that you can drink. Um, and, and you know, it, it, you're not going to really taste the alcohol, but you're going to feel it. Oh so man. That one. Yeah. Okay. So those my two. Yeah. And I just made all of them up. So if I make if I mix something wrong and y'all make drinks for real, don't come for me. I just told you I'm a, I'm a kitchen bartender, so just let me be. <laughs> oh man! So I was gonna say, so I can't go to, you know, certain spots. It's only exclusively made by you. Yes, you gotta come to the house. I have my screen back porch. Everybody know I do my porch pimping. Okay. I love porches, so I get on my screen back porch. Cut the TV on. I play the music. We have a cigar. I make some drinks. We put the lights down low, and you know we just talk shit. That's my porch camping. It sounds like a a, a a nice podcast gathering hey. for this porch pimping my hosted porch by Kira. I'm telling my porch is lit. It's it's like a studio apartment out oh. here. So I got a table that six uh, sits six people. Then I have another little area, and I have. Uh, a couch 
that three people can sit on and I have two swivel chairs with the cocktail tables then I have a little garden area because I love plants and gardening so I have my little garden on the back porch there's endo porch and then um i have my hammock so it's a legit apartment back there okay okay with the tv and everything so it's i it's porch camping i'm trying to tell you this is an experience and everybody then, come to my house to get on the porch they don't even come on the inside they just want the porch that's how it was old school it's yeah. been houses i've never been in the inside but i've been in the garage or the backyard that's how it is. Or the basement, depending That's on it. where you grew up at. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Come get some porch pimping. Oh, I'll make okay. you a martini. We'd be back there making up all kind of stuff. Yes, ma'am. I love it. I love it. I love it. The last thing I have for you. Now, I know you're going to go kick it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you be safe tonight, all right? I will. You sure? <laughs> Yes. Now, you know, when this show come out, which will be out very soon. Okay. Be careful what you posting because these guys listening. Oh, slide through, boo. <laughs> <laughs> you shoot your shot, I shoot mine, baby. So, what? basically, uh, I guess they're going to be on standby looking for pictures then. Well, there it is. Come on now, see the roller. Come on, scroll through. There come it is. Come on in them DMs. They now, open. <laughs> okay, well. Now that they know the DMs are open, I want to. This is really going to be the last question. Okay. So this month of mm-hmm. October, it's a big month for a few things. Mm-hmm. But on Instagram, you had posted something with uh, about domestic violence abuse. Mm-hmm. So for those guys, and I got to be transparent. Like we mm-hmm. said, almost a tough conversation. Right. Being a black woman, um, being single, you know, is it is situations where women you know uh, they've been abused Mm -hmm. why was it important for you to bring awareness to the domestic violence abuse um, for this month all right i love that you asked that question so season two episode two i do know that one is i recorded an episode called surviving domestic violence So I stand against domestic violence because I uh, am a survivor of domestic violence. Mm. Um, So now that I have a platform and a voice and have come through that, I want to make sure that I am providing awareness of what abuse looks like. Oftentimes people think that abuse only comes in physical or sexual. However, there's so many different forms of abuse. Mm. Um, By me advocating for it, um, what I'm preparing now is an episode. I'm going to have men come on to talk about how they have been abused by women. Nice. And that's something that a lot of people don't talk about. Um, But just really shedding the light on abuse. Um, And it comes in so many ways and often is talked about intimate partner violence. So it's important for me to share my story. Um, Also to to share my story of how in previous relationships that I have demonstrated abusive relationships, abusive behaviors uh, towards the men that I've been with and what that looked like and how I had to own my mess in that. Um, and make amends with that in some in in some regards. Uh, but then also uh, 
realizing that I have been in situations where I was the aggressor, right? So in order for you to get past something and heal from it and really be truthful about it, you got to tell the truth, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, one of the things I always joke about, <laughs> and I hope people don't get this the wrong way, but my soundtrack in my head is Nuck If You Buck, right? Now that comes in a number of different ways. It's not just fighting. It's me. I don't like bullies, right? I, I don't like, um, I do believe in speaking up for people that don't have the voice, right? I believe in advocating and I do that in a number of ways. I always tell people I'm a community service enthusiast. I'm a, a volunteer. I speak out for mental health, domestic violence, alopecia. I go into underserved communities to make sure people get resources. Like that's just, who, that's what I mean, knuck if you bug. Whether if I'm in a corporate setting and people say something and it's microaggressive or whatever it is, no, we're going to address it. Right? No, don't do that. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's not. No, that's what we're not gonna do. That's that's me. So that's what I mean by <laughs> neck if you buck. But there was a point in time between eighteen and twenty three that it meant uh, he pushed me and I'm on his back. You know what I mean? So it wasn't like I guess um, the the traditional how people imagine abuse to be but um that's why i stand against it i, I just want to bring awareness to it so just know if you slide it in my dms we don't do any type of abuse no uh mental financial physical <laughs> emotional uh male privilege children uh the use of children no we don't do any of those i believe in using my words in the most positive way and speaking life i believe that we can talk through a lot of things um so just know that i am working through it whatever it is i need to work through so that i'm whole right and i'm looking for someone that's whole that understands that domestic violence was a chapter in my past that mm. allowed me to launch who i am so i'm not going to hold you to standards of your past and i ask that you not do that with me right so that's what it's all about just bringing that to let people know that there is life after and also when they're in those situations how do you protect yourself in those situations so that you're not agitating your aggressor if you don't have the strength to get out of it because some people choose to stay so in those situations like how do you be as best as you can because everyone's not going to leave so i know that was a little bit all over the place but no 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 that, that was, that's, that's like one of my passions though one thing that i, I can admit I respect the fact that you're willing to hold yourself accountable mm -hmm. and you do not have any shame about it. And mm -hmm. those are things that's going to help you and your brand take off. Mm -hmm. In this game, I say in this game because we both in, the, in this podcast and community, but right. In life, I should say, if you can't look yourself in the mirror and be honest with yourself, you're not going to go far. Because when you start speaking, you got to think, what did I tell this person? Or what did I mm -hmm. tell this person? Or, or how did I act? Or, it's, it's, it's just going to get you confused. And as long as you stay consistent to who you are and you admit to, hey, my flaws, my opportunities, people mm -hmm. like me is going to be like, yo, Kira, go check her out. Yo, mm -hmm. she 
dope. She got um she she cool. Um also you can slide in her DMs too, big dog. I, I tell her the big homie, say, hey, the big homie give hey, she she good people, man. You know what I'm saying? Hey, cigars. She prefer brown, but she'll do mm-hmm. martinis. But anyway, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, he know. <laughs> come on, I'm just saying. I, I'm, I, I, you know, it'll it'll make me smile that somebody was like, "Yo, Murph, I heard your show, and I met my future boo." Ooh. I'm like, "Yo, that's crazy." Okay, that's crazy. <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, I had I've had a lot of men and women single on my platforms. It hasn't happened yet. But uh-huh. hey, it's always the first time for everything. And like, again, <laughs> the first podcast wedding. <laughs> come on, I'm trying to tell you. We already said we're going to do uh, how to get together. What you say, the porch pimping? Oh, yeah, come on over here for some porch pimping. I so, you see what I'm saying? So I'm listening. I wrote down <laughs> porch pimping. I'm sitting down you like, know man. Okay. We'll be back there just chilling. It's a, chilling. Okay. It's a mood. It's a whole vibe. I'm not saying it just because it's me. It is a vibe. It is. Yeah. It totally is. So, yeah. But yeah, I tell my truth. Like you say, if somebody gonna tell my story, let me tell it. Yeah. Um, and I don't want it to be that I'm saying one thing and this. You know, how people come out the woodwork like, oh no, and I got proof. I got a receipt. You don't gotta show nobody no receipts. So I'm gonna tell it. There it is. <laughs> there I'm gonna tell it. it. <laughs> I'm gonna tell it. And. Uh, I know me, and I know me very well. I know the good, the bad, the ugly. I know my areas, opportunities. I know the ones that I need to work on, and the ones that I, my messy traits that I am just not, I ain't there yet. <laughs> I'm Respect. just like me. And I tell people, I'm feeling whatever way. I'm not in a good space. Um, so let's not have this conversation, because if I do, I'm going to react. And that's what you don't want from me. You don't want a reaction. What you prefer, and I would highly recommend, is that you give me an opportunity to respond. There right? you go. So you got to give me a moment to respond because I let them know I'm not in good. I'm about to be real messy. So if you want to do it now, hey, hey you nut, I buck, you know, whatever. <laughs> or you're going to wait till I'm mature. Yeah. And right now, I'm not going to be mature. And I let people know that up front. I'm not going to be mature. I'm not processing this well for whatever reason. I'm not processing well because it's triggering me. I'm not processing it well because I'm really emotional right now. I'm not processing it well because I don't want to accept it. I'm not processing it well because it's a lot. Just give me a moment. I have those conversations with people all the time. Like, do you want my answer now or do you want me to cool off and then we can talk about it later? There you go. So I always put that disclaimer out there world and for the men y'all better come correct though this is a woman that knows what she want but mm-hmm. also is willing to listen willing to listen this is dope hey y'all if y'all thought this episode was dope Kira just gave us two episodes one with domestic violence and the other one with uh with her two good girls girlfriends mm-hmm. about uh, the relationship that she had with her friend of 23 years. Mm-hmm. Well, Kira, that's all I got. I know you looking at the time. You ready to mm-hmm. uh, knock if you bug, bro. Hey. <laughs> uh, you know, I got to go take a nap first. Okay, well, there you go. Well, 
Well, go take your nap first. You know, get get as much rest so you can have that energy for later. So, me as the big homie, I respect your time. As I told you, it wouldn't be no longer than a certain time. And I basically, I met my time frame. So, if you can let the world know how they can find you and how they can find the podcast. Absolutely. Thank you so much for this opportunity. I really really enjoyed myself i i didn't know what to expect but i'm happy so good well appreciate that i really do thank you offered me um a smile so my heart is happy thank you i I appreciate appreciate you thank you so again my name is kira host and mom of Moms and Martinis, uh, where we create a safe space for tough conversations. So I just want to invite you into the kitchen table talk I share with my friends. Episodes drop every month. Well, not every Monday. I'm moving to every other Monday. There because, you, go. you know, I got I got children, y'all. Okay. <laughs> but you can find me on Twitter and on Facebook at Moms and Martinis. And you can find me on Instagram at Moms and Martinis Pod. If you're interested in being a guest on the show, you have a question for me um, or anything like that, then you can also send me an email at Moms and Martinis Podcast at gmail.com. So that's how you can get in contact with me. There it is. There it is. And for that <clears throat> male friend or male mm-hmm. listener, she even gave you the email address. If yes. that gives you more of an opportunity to have more characters instead of a DM, there you go. There you go. I'm trying. I'm trying to shoot. You know, for the fellas out there, because I, I get this a lot. I really do. Hey Murph. Hey, how you be getting all them women guests, bro? Hook me up. I can, I ain't get like you said. I got a family. I don't have time to you know pair up. But if you listen. Hey, it'll 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 make sense, but you gotta put in the work, big dog. Okay, <laughs> there you go. All right, so I, I did my part by continuing to have dope guests, yes. especially women guests. Now it's up to you, especially when they say, "Holla at me, send me an email, shoot me a message on the DM." So I did my part. Now it's up to you to do yours. But anyway, y'all, she got to get a rest so she can go out and have a good time. Hey, <laughs> for me. First time listeners again, thank you for tuning in. The avid listeners, what up? You can find me on Instagram and Twitter personally at Isti Murph. You can find the podcast personally at flagrant2pod underscore on Instagram. You can find the show on most platforms. And if there's not a platform, y'all know what to do. Hit me up. That way we can. Knock on that directory door and say, yo, let the flagrant two in. Just a game more exposure. But y'all, I'm out. Kira got to take a nap. And y'all already know how I close the show. Don't lose yourself with life problems. Stay strong and fight the good fight. It's a lot going on. Day in and day out. Man, it's a grind. Don't lose the vision. Fight the good fight. Uh, D-Murph, you did it again. Setting trends like you wanted to win. Fighting the good fight, sick of the sins. Connecting dots now with all the pins. We just trying to be good men. Adore my wife and I love my kids. I never let them down, never let them frown. Never let a clown take a crown. Hit me because of brown, that's okay. I got the blood of a king. Sword in the dream ain't all with a scene. Try to turn this to fiends. We drown in the streams while we chasing that dream. It's all about the dollar bill, y'all. 
And stop chasing that thrill, y'all These police trying to kill y'all I'm just here trying to heal y'all So listen as we work Dropping them gems now Rocking with D-Murph Tuning in as we get it in So melanin Being better man We so adamant About the culture Sick of these vultures We in the game now Watch how we coach ya Keep your guns in the holster Love is life And that's how we approach ya